I mean, for me, it's about routine and serious planning. I absolutely love a good plan. So I currently run three companies. Um, I, may, I, I work mainly on two of them and the other one I sit on the board of and two children, um, which my partner lives 200 miles. I was just joined us on stage. Um, so during the week, I'm actually on my own as well with the children. So trying to juggle all of that. Um, it can be a challenge at times, but I just really plan everything out day to day. So um, I, I like to go to the gym or do some form of exercise so I'm in the right um, frame of mind. So I get my children to school and nursery. Then I'll do the gym, get to work. In the evenings, it's family time. And then generally after I put them to bed, I have to do more work. So my social life isn't the best. But um, yeah, I kind of juggle everything by being very regimented and routined. What about you, Hayley? Hayley's a single mum of three. Yeah, I think I'm quite similar as well. But I think what I'd say is I've had to let go of my expectations from myself in a sense of remove the feeling of disappointment if I don't get everything done that I think I should have done. Because I think the majority of pressure that comes in life from having to juggle your work and life, I think it actually comes from yourself. So I think if you can be a little bit easier on yourself, um, that that's really helped me because then I'm not mad at myself um i live my life by lists i write a list every single day if i don't finish everything on that list the stuff i didn't do gets put on tomorrow's list and that carries on throughout my whole life so maybe making lists will help you nana yeah and i think um oh sorry Helly, you you was cutting out then um, do you know what? Anne's joined us on stage. Anne, do you want to give us a, a little intro? We're talking about work-life juggle. I know you've been studying and working full-time as well. What's your opinion on this? Do you have any specific tips about it? Hi, everyone. Yeah, so I'm um, working and studying um, and I do some volunteering as well. Um, very much like Hayley, I'm a lister. Um, like to write a list, um, to-do lists every day. Um, I usually write lists for... Um, the month and then the week and then the day as well um just so that i can keep on top um and yeah just very regimented like you michaela i need to keep um keep on track of the time and i think it's a good time management and you know knowing what you want to get what, what your top um and most important priorities are and then not beating yourself up about other things you know and like you like hayley said um get on tomorrow's list um and sort of reevaluate and adapt as you go along because things come up as well um you know and you need to be adaptable um and juggle like you say sometimes we need to but i always think with juggling it's knowing what balls you can drop and what ones can bounce back you know um what ones are going to cause you a big problem if you drop the ball on that um you know you want to make sure you've got those in check ones that can bounce for a little while um you know you can leave to the side a second and pick them back up yeah yeah, oh. yeah i think absolutely and i think a key thing is for, for people is understanding what you want from life as well first of all so is it all just about your career at the minute is it about your family is it about studying growth development what what exactly is it that you want to achieve and i'm pretty sure it's harrison but i know he won't speak who um sets his goals out uh, on a list and he's got it saved as a screenshot um 
is his screensaver on his phone. So, so you see them every single day. You're reminding yourself of them and you should be working back from those as well and really prioritizing, as you said, and like what is important here? Is it, um, you know, getting my children to school on time or is it getting what what can give um realistically and and not being afraid of just missing some things you know that just share. Think if you prioritize uh, it then it's going to become easier for you to juggle but understand what this final end goal is you're saying Hela? yeah i think i love what Anne said about knowing what balls you can drop and and what will bounce because I've never really thought about it like that but there is definitely stuff where I think well that's not actually a priority if I don't do that today it's not the end of the world I'd like to get it done but I don't have to and I think you can never be consistent across all areas in your life like I always say if I if everything's going really really well in my personal life and there's no hiccups and everything's you know plain sailing work isn't going great and if work's going really 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 well there's always something happening in my personal life so I think it's just about understanding sometimes when different areas of your life need more from you and then putting your time into them things if that makes sense do you get that Michaela if everything's going great in one it's not in the other yeah I mean it's just difficult to give your full attention to everything anybody who says that they do this and they're smashing everything honestly I think is I think they're just liars it's just not it just isn't possible to give your children your full attention and to give your business your full attention so you have to break it down and you have to then establish within those roles of being a parent or being a student or being a business owner what exactly is the main priority here where does your focus need to be and set that goal and then make sure if you're doing lists daily those lists are going to get you closer to that goal as well and don't be a afraid to put something to one side if things if you if your attention needs to be focused elsewhere as well um sorry nana i think you was going to speak then yeah uh funny enough uh it's, it's very interesting you guys are bringing up the issue of time management so this is how i go about it i don't know if maybe i'm doing this wrongly so if i wake up 6 a.m then i say 6 a.m to 7 a.m i go to the gym 7 a.m. to 7.30, I read my emails. But here lies the case. Maybe set after the gym, then you have to talk with a bit of your, like you have to talk a little with some friends you went with to the gym. So now the 7 to 7.30 that you planned to read emails, and I think it happens to maybe other people will share the same problem with me. You'd, you happen to have read emails. Here lies the case. You have used it to talk to friends. So is it is it that we we have to also put in certain times maybe 7 to 7 30 talk to friends 8 to 8 30 have social media and then you you have to follow strictly according to these timelines because i remember Haley is saying she's a single mom and so definitely if Haley says 8 p.m to 9 p.m i'm going to read my emails most likely one of her children would come mommy i need some conflicts mommy i need that so will Haley have to stop work within that 8 to 9 p.m. so she can attend to her children. So I'm asking in terms of emergencies or in, in terms of unforeseen situations, how do you manage time? Um, I'll go first with this one. I don't really put times to anything apart from the main things in my life, which are getting my kids to school and picking them up because they're things that I can't change. Those times have been created for me. The rest of the things that I do is me making my list is an idea of this is what I know I need to get through today. 
or you know top five are my priority the rest of them I would like to do um, and I work through that as long as it takes me and that's how I've started to relieve that pressure of expectation from what I should be needing to do I, I just don't think life works as regimented as saying between seven and nine or between one and one thirty. I'm going to have my lunch so I just got rid of that completely um, and I just made sure I got things done when they got done within that day regardless of what time that is that might help it might not but that's how I do things and it's not failed me yet so I think the thing to remember as well is everybody's different and you also yourself will be different on different days and at different times of the day so it's understanding you know if you have a, a sort of a cycle or if you know that you know on Friday evenings you know you're tired don't be loading loads of stuff to do on a Friday evening if you know that you can be um, in a good space on a Monday afternoon then you want to put you know your big hitting things when you've got the energy and when you've got the capacity to do it that might change every week for some people it might change every day um, but it's understanding what you need to get done when have you got the best opportunities to do it and, and aligning those things I think and that will quite often change for people and if you've got the ability to sort of change it up um, and, and use your time um, to get your most prioritised things off at the best opportunities then you know that that should be the way that you, you do it um, and it might change daily it might not it, I think that depends on on everybody you know some people might like to do you know eight to nine this is what I do you might have the capacity and opportunity to do that other people may not so it's, it's understanding what you need to get from your time and you know how you go about it essentially to work and it's it's individual I think you know you need to understand what you need what things you need to get done and how best you can work to get those done that would be my advice. Does that help, Nana? Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. And finally, I'd like to ask, when it comes to, and, and there again, Haley, I'm not attacking, but I just want to really know how you manage your time, taking into consideration a lot of responsibilities on you. So if you have, you put it this way, you don't, you don't add timelines to it. How would we know that, hey, Haley is not being productive or Haley is being productive because if you don't have timelines and if, for example, me, if I don't have timelines, I most likely would be on social media for longer hours compared to being like, hey, Nana, you need to wake up enough of the social media. Go take your books and study. Go take your laptop and research. And if you get the question, but yeah. Yeah, so I think I absolutely know myself when I'm being unproductive. And do you know what? Sometimes I allow it because we all need a bit of a break sometimes. You know, I I have a lot of pressure in my life when it comes to kids and work. And I think if I'm having one of those days where I'm not being as productive, does it really matter? Is it better for me mentally to check out for a few hours? Most probably yes. And I've I've kind of got to a point in my life where if I know I've got jobs that have got certain completion dates, I know when, if I've said to a client, I'll have the quote over to you by next Monday, I will always make sure that's on my list and that gets done by that Monday. And if in between then, I take an hour out for myself, I've got to the point where I go, so what? I've got to look after me as well. And I, I do it all based on me and how I feel. I think I've become really selfish with my own feelings in my time and what I promise other people I can do within what I can offer them without getting myself out to burnout 
and being no use to anybody. So true. Lovely stuff. Thank you. Um, I'm just conscious we've had a few people join us on the stage, so I'm going to go around and get everybody's opinion. So, Sai, Alison, Beige, you're welcome. We're talking about work life juggle. Is there such a thing as uh, work life balance? I believe not. Um, and then any tips you've got for everybody listening as well. Uh, I just want to say, because again, I've been useless, our sponsor today is Big Dog. There isn't a representative along today, but um, they are the Hayley, do the thing. What a big dog you say better than me. <laughs> big dog are uh, the solutions for all of your business needs. They've got 32,000 products ranging from storage boxes on your desk to racking and storage for warehouses and everything in between. Check them out. Beautiful. Thanks, Hayley. Um, Sai, do you want to give us an intro? What's your opinion on a work-life juggle? What tips do you have for us? Well, this is this is not one of my strong points, to be honest with you, Michaela. Um, my work life just sort of blends into one, really. I don't really sort of leave my little conservatory where I'm working. Um, apart from occasionally going to the football. I suppose my only work life juggle would be is that I just have to make sure that my lad gets to and from school. I think that's probably my only non-negotiable. I think that's as far as I'd go. But, but I'm here really to listen, to pick up what other people are saying. Um, maybe I should be at a wall to make my life. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Di, are you like me? And if if school didn't have a set time and a set pickup time, you'd just take your kids whenever. Because <laughs> I think I would. Well, yeah, he's seventeen. He should really go by himself anyway. But his mother's a bit uh, fussy and wants him picking up and dropping off. But uh, yeah, hundred percent, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, it's it's definitely a tough one. Well, hopefully, we can all learn some tips from each other today. Lovely stuff. Cheers, Si. Um, Alison, welcome. Do you want to give us an intro? And do you have any questions about work-life balance slash juggle or alternatively, any tips? Hi there, Michaela. Hayley, lovely to be back in the room. And it's great also to see Beijing and Penny. Yes, I'm Alison Coates. I'm based down in Durban in South Africa. I uh, work in the space of leadership and executive coaching with a focus on emotional intelligence. And I love what you say about work-life balance. Is there really a balance? I think what I've learned over the years is it's more about blending the two together, especially when you are you have a busy career, a career that you love, but you are also equally passionate about spending time at home with the people that you love doing the things that you love. So some of the time your focus is going to be on the one aspect of that because you're chasing a particular goal. And other times it might be on something else. And it might and I think that with the way of the world right now, we've got we've got so many more opportunities to look for the blend rather than that balance that is sometimes really difficult to achieve. And and when when it comes down to to our time, if you just listen to what everybody's saying here already this morning, I think part of our, our time management challenge is all around distractions. So what I, what I focus on with my clients is I get them to focus on their attention management rather than their time management. And this really helps them to draw their awareness around how many things are just distracting them. And those distractions are going to ruin any kind of planning or purposeful design to your day because they're just going to draw you away from the activity that you 
intended on focusing on. So I'm also here to to learn. I mean, we've got Beju in the room. I always love hearing from Beju and yourself, Mikhail as well, and Haley and Penny. Lovely to see you again. So it's great to be with you guys today. Thanks so much, Michaela. Oh yeah, thanks, Alison. I think that's a really nice word as well. The the work life blend because I think that's what it is at times. It's a bit of a blend slash blur. And um, Nana was asking like, should you be regimented with the timings? I think it is physically impossible, especially when you have young children around. But I just wanted to to say what Anne was saying is so important to really understand yourself and when you work better. I know I'm definitely 100% a morning person so I just get up like I'm just full of life that's why I go to the gym in the morning and I'll set up any important meetings and get everything smashed out then when I'm full of life and then in the afternoon that's when I'll generally do my admin stuff because I'm a bit more, more lethargic I can't really be asked so I know that stuff can be pied off so anything that's a priority I'll try and do in the morning when I'm really up for things so I think you um obviously the more that you understand yourself the easier that that becomes as well uh, but Beju, welcome. This is like your expertise, your forte, my friend. What are you saying? <laughs> We're all in for a bollocking, just so you know. <laughs> no, Hayley, I'm not that type of person. I'm not a bollocking. I'm a nice person. So I'm only joking. Right. I love you really, Beju. Oh, I love you too, love you too. A lot of you have taken the words out of my mouth, you know, replacing the word balance with blend. If you think about balance, there's there's tension there. Because imagine a seesaw is that, you know, one one side is right down and the other one's up. To get balance, you've got to have this, you know, equilibrium. And then, you 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 know, one side's got equal. Then imagine that at the point it's really balancing, balancing there's tension. We need to keep it there. And that's the same in life. All of a sudden, you might find a moment of balance. Oh, the kids are doing that. I'm doing this. Work's there. It's great. But as soon as something, life happens, it tilts over. That's why there's tension in balance. But like what Sai said, Alison mentioned, and what you said, Michaela, blend. And if you think about blend, it's a flow. It's liquid. It goes in and out. There's no sort of expectation of how it should look. You know, the great quote by Bruce Lee, you know, be like water. Just let it flow. And when you let your life flow with an open, abundant mindset, things start coming. Now, what one thing is guaranteed. Life is going to happen to you. What does that mean? When happens to you is that phrase or make it happen for you. So when things happen to you, we often think of stresses, challenges, problems, things that we don't want to happen. But we've got to deal with those things. You know, we don't have a smooth ride. The more you're in control of the blend of your life, when those things happen to you, you're in a better place to deal with those things. You know, you're on a foundation. So if your foundation is aligned and centered, when life occurs, things that you don't want, you're in a better place. The reason that we have a higher rate of mental health issues, a higher rate of anxiety and depression, is that when things are going well, we don't have blend, we don't have a sense of certainty, and we sort of not put our habits in place. So then when something happens, which is really challenging, it's a problem, we are coming from a very brittle foundation, hence then we might go down a spiral of negativity, a spiral of depression, etc. So that's why I think these discussions are fantastic. It's like, Ask yourself right today, right? You're listening to this room. This room finishes at one o'clock. It's look at your afternoon. How can you ensure you maximize productivity by blending things around there? And one of the um, antidotes of great blending is fewer decisions. Because we have this thing, our energy drains, like what Alison said, right? Is don't try and manage time. You can't manage a constant. But where does your attention go? And your attention goes to the things that naturally you, have a, you enjoy doing 
or that needs to be done because of certain priorities. So then you look at, okay, what are the decisions I'm making every single day that are rinse and repeated? Is make fewer decisions, fewer decisions about what you wear, fewer decisions about what to eat. These are decisions we make every day. The fewer low level decisions you make every day, the more energy you have. The more energy you have, the better blend you're gonna have in your life, which means that when life occurs to you in challenging things, you're better placed to do it. Because that's one thing guaranteed, that life is gonna happen to you whether you like it or not. It's where you, where you come from a starting point. And the fewer decisions you have to make during the day, the better place you are. Hope that helps, Michaela. I absolutely love that, Beijing. I think that's really, really, really good advice for everybody in here. But can I, can I ask some questions? Sure. Um, do you think sometimes, though, it is important to allow yourself to be distracted? Although we're, we're trying to, you know, look at where our attention goes and minimise that, do you think you should check out sometimes? Yeah, so, um, so just give me an example of allowing yourself to be distracted. It's like someone said yesterday, you know, it's good, to, it's okay to procrastinate. And I said, well, procrastination by definition is avoidance. But if you're planning and taking time out, you're not procrastinating, you're, you're doing that. So you might say, is it good to be distracted? Are you really saying, is it good sometimes? Say, okay, do you know what? I'm, I'm not in a headspace to do this work. I'm going to go for a walk or watch some TV or have a sleep. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, basically what I'm saying is sometimes I think I don't want to actually be flat out paperwork, admin work all day, every day. Sometimes I do just want to take the afternoon off and have a bath and watch a bit of Netflix. And you know, I can. <laughs> exactly. Because you've earned now 100% Hayley, you've earned the right to. We've chosen in our wisdom to start our own ventures. So within those uh, within that criteria, there are so many moving parts, you know, delivering on our services, you know, customer service, business development, operations, blah, 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 blah. So we've also earned the right to choose to take some time out and how we spend that time and not feel guilty. And this is why I avoid and I refuse to use the word busy because busy collapses all of these tasks together. And all the tasks that you've got to do during the day aren't equal tasks. Some require very low energy, some require two minutes work, some require an hour's work. So don't collapse all those things together. Just do what you're doing in that moment and don't add them all up and say, oh, I'm being really busy. So 100% right, Hayley. I wouldn't call it a distraction. I'd call it a an opportunity, right? Create opportunities to take time out. Create opportunities to go for a walk. And the key is not to feel guilty. And think, oh God, do you know what? I now need to do a sort of, um, you know, an all night to catch up. That's 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 uh, that's um, uh, counterproductive. It's about this. Then it comes back to how you structure your day, how disciplined you are, how focused you are, and all these come into it. Which why, if you've got a good blend, um, uh, you're in a better place. So 100%. I refuse. Don't use the word distraction. Use the word opportunity, Haley. Well, that's going to be my new thing from now on. Thanks, Beiju, once again. You're welcome. You're welcome. And all that stuff that we talked about a few weeks ago, have, has that sort of, is it, is it improved or is it sort of the same or is it? Do you know, it has, it actually has, to be fair. I let, I let a lot of it go and I listened to what you said and I've put it into practice and I feel mentally in a better place. So yeah, you, you're the king. If anyone needs a coach or you're not a coach, are you? Yeah, yeah coach, like or whatever you does. Semantics are irrelevant. It's, it's creating the intervention to make sure that you, are in a better place to do what you want to do. So Beiju, you give call. us a little intro to you so people can check you out while you're on stage. Please. Well, well, I, do I, I do coaching, I do training. I'm a psychologist by trade, but my whole 
work is around helping people unlock their potential and achieve their life's desire. And we do that through coaching, through training. I've got a challenge that I'm launching this Sunday and through books and bits and pieces. So yeah, um, just love what I do. And I love, I love, uh, that's why I love Clubhouse because it's real time. It's not like, and you have to be there. That's why I think um, Clubhouse and this audio app is my my sort of um, my secret weapon. But yeah, that's what I do. Thank you, Hayley. And you've experienced it and, uh, and Anna's as well. Oh, Anna, you okay? It was a bit delicate, Anne, when I spoke to her. <laughs> yeah, and me as well, Beju. I've also had some, an hour session. Yes, yes, to you. Yes, yes, yeah. So, yeah, what was the experience, Anne? I don't know. I can't, I'm, yeah, the thing is, I was in the room when there was a bit of fear, but I couldn't stay. And then I got a message from Carol saying, oh, have you heard the recording? I said, I can't find the recording, so I don't know what was said. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. Um, and you've helped me sort of get more clarity on the direction I want to take things in. Um, I've paused a couple of things, um, which has been useful as much as, you know, sometimes it's good just to pause things um, rather than power on. And it's that knowing which things to prioritise and which things, you know, need uh, more attention. So, um, yeah, really useful. And I'll, I'll be checking back in with you at some point um, because, um, yeah, it, it was really helpful. You're welcome. Thank and that's you. why the pause button exists. We have a pause button. We have a uh, we have a stop button and a play button. And they're there for a reason, not just to play songs. We pause in our life, which gives us space to not think it's a hard stop, but for a contemplation and thinking time. So great. Nice one, Anne. We love Beiju. Um, Nichelle, I'm going to come to you in a sec, but I think Manu's... Is it Manu? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think you've got a question for us. Um, thanks. Uh, yeah, that's Manu. Um, not really a question, but I would like to share something, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Fire away. Yeah, thank you. Um, so most of the time, people talk about the time, um, the amount of time they, they, they get to spend with the family or the job. Uh, but I believe it's about the quality of time rather than the quantity. Uh, for example, it doesn't matter if, if a person is spending like four to five hours with the family, uh, you know, dragging, uh, browsing through his phone or pay not paying much of an attention. Um, other than that, if, if, if a person can actually spend a quality time of even 15 to 20 minutes with a kid, listening to him and, you know, reading stories, the things which he likes or whatever, uh, then that, that makes much more sense. Um, and uh, regularity is also important. Uh, like it, 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 it doesn't do really good if you, if you do it once in a blue moon, but every day if you, if you happen to um, find about 15-20 minutes or even half an hour with someone you love, uh, then that's going to be a great. And how do you do that regularly? Uh, tag it with something which you do regularly. For example, um, you know, I, 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 what, I, what I personally do is like I, I spend like maybe 15 or 20 minutes with my son right after my dinner. Um, I take dinner every day, and if I tag this particular activity of spending quality time with my family, which with, with something which I do regularly, then 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 that that's something which comes naturally. So yeah, the quality of time, uh, regularity, and you know, tagging it with something which you do it regularly will will do the work for me. Will do the trick for me. Yeah, thank you. I love that, and it it kind of makes you still feel like that you're not just. Um, working to, to live it makes you realise that there are other more important things in your life rather than just your career or, or your business, you know it's up there with importance but family and your friends and actually smiling and having a, a good time is super super important isn't it and I think I've seen a thing before saying if, if I was to offer you £50 million 
but you were guaranteed to die in a week's time, would you take it? And I don't think anybody would, would they? Oh, I love that. Right, well, I'm going to circle down to... Oh, I think Nichelle is. Nichelle gone? I think she's disappeared off my screen. Is she gone? I'm going to come back to you, Michaela. How do you juggle your your life? Is it ever plain sailing for you? And how do you get quality time? No, it's never plain sailing. <laughs> you sounded really sad. Yeah, I was thinking then, like, when was the last time it was everything was uh, smooth? No, it's not. But you know what? I think um, for the business owners in the room, if you, if you are a business owner, then you you've got to be slightly unhinged as a human being, and, and like um, <laughs> you've got to like drama and a bit of chaos. And I think that's when I thrive. When there's problems, I like to come up with solutions. So I think that's when I'm working at my peak. If everything was going fine, I actually don't know what. I I would do with myself so I do like um I like a bit of chaos I like a challenge and I like finding solutions to the problem but um just as I said before I really prioritize the reason that I started my first business was because I had uh, my son and I wanted to I wanted to be able to spend more time with him so for me time freedom is more important um Stringing me. Um, time freedom is more important than the money. However, I need the money to also. She really wants me. I need the money to um allow the time freedom as well. So um, I know what I know what I want to earn and what I need to earn to be able to pay my bills and live a nice life. And I think once I I reach that a, a while. To continue, to I think work. you need to go and take this call, Michaela, while I go to Nichelle. You know and I'm what she's ringing me for? We're just we're just having a barbecue later on, and she's just ringing to see if like I need some meat or something. Like she needs to absolutely calm down. Right, you go, you go and make your call, and I'm going to go speak to Nichelle because you're annoying me. Goodbye. Okay, Hi, Nichelle. Hi. I thought Michaela had hiccups then every time she was getting in and out, in and out with her with her, her talking. Um, oh, right. Nice. So life balance. Um, I kind of agree with Michaela in terms of if you know where you're going and you are fully driven to execute a goal or a purpose or a, a business or whatever I think you have to put the low and you've got to have the downtime and you know certainly when you're flying solo as a mum as you know Hayley and you've got three kids you've got to now you go into overdrive you go into meltdown you know oxidative stress kicks in a cellular level and you're just in in complete meltdown so we are totally aware and um and and you know mindful of the fact that we can't let ourselves get to that place so you have to incorporate balance and prioritizing the pause as basically said into your timetable but i do do also believe that you have to put the work in you've got to find the gaps in that in that timetable during your week that you're managing you know kids family whatever to drive you know like Michaela said you know time freedom is massive for me and I'm working so hard at the moment I've got a massive goal with the school but also I need to have 
passive income streams that are going to allow me to step away from my consultancy job um, and put what I need to put in to dedicate time to drive the whole school launch. So, can you need to find the extra times? And as much as I love watching Flicks, which was epic, um, it's a good one if you haven't watched it. You just, I just think you just have to keep on keeping on, but mindful of keeping on keeping yourself focused on you know being mentally stable mentally and physically fit um so yeah that's kind of my my take on it yeah no i think that's really important isn't it when you mention about the mental side of things as well i think there comes a point where you have to realize that you are the most important person in your situation um especially if you know you've you run a business on your own or you're a parent there's other people that rely on you so you've got to kind of be in your best place all the time so I think understanding when you're at your best and you know really going in hard on that when you're at your best and when you're not you know admitting that you're not and and taking it easy and just constantly following that wave really I think it's really important to look after yourself mentally so you can show up and actually be be good at what you're doing when you are available if that makes sense. Yeah. And also, you know, going back to what Beiju said about, you know, um, the decisions, try and make less decisions. Because again, when you're a, a single parent, you've got, you get into decision fatigue and it's just like, I've got to make absolutely every freaking decision. I'm sat here today in a Kia garage because my car's, you know, I'm having a battle with Kia about whether it's under warranty or not. And that, I could really have done without like I'm sat a whole day written it's not written off because I've bought some work and I'm sat here I'm doing admin but you know I don't I don't need those blindside decisions and 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 episodes to come at me because it's got a knock-on effect right but I've got to now prioritize the car because otherwise kids go back to school next week and I've got to do the school run and then blah de blah so it's got a knock-on effect so sometimes you can't control those decisions and as much as you know I'd love to be like Simon Cowell and have my black pants and my white t-shirts all sorted every day and you know dress as a boring (laughs) a boring fashionista um that you know I wouldn't I you know you just can't control those decisions so yeah anyway basically what there one one thing I would say about that. You, that's what I said about um, earlier on. Life happens. So in your case, at this moment in time, the, the stuff with this Kia car is happening to you that you didn't want, expect, or need. Right. So if we try and work out our life from the point of view of controlling every decision, that's not the point. Is that there's some regular decisions that we're always going to make every single day. Now the variations of that probably, you know, let's take clothes for example. It might be easier for a man to choose a, another t-shirt, but may not be easier for for a lady depending on the situation she's in. And I get that, but you've got to look at your life and say, okay, what are the decisions that are rinse and repeatable that I can not need to make? I was coaching someone yesterday. And uh, there was so many things going on. And one of the things that uh, one of her members of family were in hospital and it was, it was playing on her mind. And she just passing comments. She goes, you know what? Last night I looked in my fridge and what am I going to cook tomorrow? And she just, she, she goes, oh, I found some meatballs and chicken and blah, blah, blah. And I found a recipe for a slow cooker and I put it in the slow cooker this morning. And you could just see her relief in the face. She goes, I do enjoy cooking. And I said, you realize now you don't have to worry about what, cook, what to cook tonight because that decision is made. You've got more energy. She went, oh, my God, yes. And she goes, but I love cooking. So I said, yeah, but it's, it's, it's doing an audit on your life. And say, so, okay, what are the rinse and repeat decisions? Because this is not about you having a life, Nichelle, where you can't have the decision to do what you need to do with a car because it's mission critical. But then there's 
other decisions that are regular that you can look at it might need a bit more cooperation with your family and kids it might need a bit more cooperation from other people it's also your decisions are, are are available to you when you start saying no saying no to people around your life and say okay is this opportunity why is going to serve me so it's a combination of saying no and looking at an audit of all the decisions that you need to make and i promise you you start making one or two changes it has a, it has an impact and the proof's in the pudding so just just uh See. What, what a great life hacker slow cooker is, eh? I need to get mine out. <laughs> Hayley, back to you. Slow cooker. Do you know what? You've, you've just slow made me... And, and air fryers. you just made me realise, Beiju, something when you said about the cooking thing. I've always said, like, me and my friends talk all the time, and I'm like, oh, I don't mind cooking. I just hate deciding, like, every day that same thing of what we're going to have to take. And I signed up to HelloFresh in January for, I think, four nights a week. And it literally changed my life because somebody else was telling me what and all I had to do was get the kids to pick whatever meal mm. we were having that day but it just took all the decision away I didn't have yeah. to pick the bits up for it the ingredients were there and all I had to do was cook it which was the yeah. enjoyable part and exactly. it, it did actually change my life massively so yeah you could, so just on the food hack thing, right can I just just on the food hack thing right everybody has to eat every day right now depending on on what's going on you might eat less or more or certain diets and I get that but everyone's got to eat every day right and we might not all be in a position to plan all the meals on the Sunday for the whole week. And I get that. However, like what Heidi said, HelloFresh works for her. For other people, there's a, uh, you can, there's a great app called Tasty, right? And in this Tasty app, they've got recipe in there, five or less ingredients, 30 minutes or less, low carbs. And it's sensational. We've got little videos that show you how to make it. And I promise you, all you need to do is plan the ingredients of what you need to buy, whether it's online shopping or whatever. And if it, you can create some really healthy stuff really quickly. Look, I'm sitting here as a guy who lives on their own, who got all the time in the world. Um, and I appreciate that there's so many moving parts when you're a single parent, got loads of kids. In my world, the way I look at it, the more moving parts in your life, the more um, uh, it, the owners of you is make fewer decisions and create an audit in terms of where do we, where can we find these little hacks? I can get away with not being disciplined and still have order in my life because I've got no dependence around me. But when you have dependence around you, it's even more to have that structure. Now, freedom equals structure, focus, and discipline. Um, so yeah, so that's one thing I, I look at. There's Thanks, a great Heidi. little company called Equals Health as well. If you do kind uh, of like, basically live on your own. Exactly. I, I've, had, I've had a couple of those. I've had a couple of those and it was really, really good. The thing with Equals Health, right? I love the food. But for me... I'm not the target audience because I've got time to cook, but they're perfect for someone who is health conscious, who wants decent food, but haven't got time to cook, which is great. So it's choosing those, choosing those battles and understand where you, where you lie when they're making those decisions. But yeah. Honestly, I was waiting for that plug. Um, so I've just pinned a little link for, it's going to be up there for like 10 seconds because we do have a sponsor. Phenomenal yes. timing though, Michaela. Perfect Equals time. health, absolutely. You better all go and check them out. It's my boyfriend's company. Let's um, make him rich so then I can stop talking about work-life balance and live on a beach somewhere and he can pay for everything. Gracias. And what do we get out of this? My, my, I'll have more time for Clubhouse so you can all like, hear this beautiful Bolton <laughs> accent more. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, got pro, he's got a proposed person in the show. Oh, and Michaela, Michelle, oh my God, Freudian sit. He's got a proposed person in Michaela. Yeah, he does. But that's, and that's never going to happen. He can't afford diamond rings, so I get buying some food, everybody. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, where are we up to? I don't think we've heard from Penny yet, and you've been sat for ages, Penny. How are you? 
Hi, I'm okay. Thanks, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, really um, good. Thanks. Good to see you. I've not seen you for ages. No, I know. I've sort of been a bit um, MIA, but that's just trying to have a week away. And then my two younger children having chicken pox back to back. Um, so that was fun. Um, so yeah, um, but also I was on a call, so sorry, I have missed part of this, but I really love this conversation actually. And, um, I love all the little, um, nuggets that I'm coming away with. So thanks everyone. Um, I mean, oh, work-life juggle. I mean, I'm, I have to say, I'm really fortunate that my husband's stay at home dad. So the children are looked after and I don't generally have to worry about like my eldest gets to school on his own anyway, but my my middle my middle child she gets taken to school and gets picked up, and there's no concerns on that front. Um, but yeah, I mean, where I where I do struggle is is trying to to fit the time in to actually spend that evening with them because it gets to six o'clock and I'm like, right, okay, so what have I got to get done for tomorrow? Like I, I plan my day for tomorrow and then the children are like hanging off me. I don't know if you, yours are the same, but mine literally hang off me. Um, and yeah, it is, it's that challenge. So um, I have actually had to set time aside, which is a massive struggle because time time just seems to run away what it does for me and um yeah I have had to like have a like sit down with myself and go right I have to spend an hour with my children to make sure that they know that I'm present because what worries me is them you know I'm I'm providing for their future and stuff like that but then I'm going to look back and then you know my little one sleeps every night in bed with me and I'm I'm going to forget that because actually although it's been going on for 18 months it's not that long in the grand scheme of things so you know anyone that's got a work-life balance that actually works please let me know um, because I'm still finding my feet with it <laughs> can I can I ship in it with Penny go for it uh right Penny can I ask you a question of course you so, can. how old are your children 11, 4 and 18 months. And the 4 and the 18 months are the ones where you think, you know, I have to give them attention and blah, blah, blah. And I've got to prepare for the day, yeah? All of them I have to give attention. That okay. Okay. They all they all crave it from me specifically. Right. Are you open for a slightly different perspective on things? Yes. So you mentioned course. that uh, I have to, I like to and I want to uh, plan my next day uh, the previous evening, correct? Yep. Uh, if you had a clear runway, no kids, they're all occupied, how long would that planning take in real time? Literally 15 minutes. Right, 15 minutes. Great. Okay. You usually get home from work around sort of six-ish? Well, um, I'm working from home, so I finish work right. at about six, yeah. Right. Okay, so six. Okay, great. And your normal bedtime when you go to bed once the kids and everything is sorted? But half past, well, half past 10 if I don't fall asleep whilst I'm putting the kids to bed. <laughs> right, okay. And just out of interest, your routine, because it's all different for everybody, your routine in terms of feeding the kids, getting them ready for bed, bedtime stories and by the time, what's the time, what's the time allocation between that sort of um, starting point to the point they're sort of gone, uh, they're asleep? Um, so they're probably down all of them at uh, nine o'clock I would say like we don't have a bedtime routine I've never okay. been one for routine so no, yeah right, when okay. they're tired they'll go right so there's a clue there right there's two things one you don't have to or need to spend time with your kids you get to yeah okay yeah okay that's a different no, way of looking at it no I mean it I mean really engage that shift yeah okay to the point whereby again this might seem really challenging but you would do everything for your kids and the one thing they need right now is just 
complete attention for a few minutes. Might be an hour, half an hour. And all of a sudden, if you say 15 minutes of planning, give yourself the luxury to say to your partner, right, uh, kids are going to be down at nine. I'm going to, at quarter past nine, I'm going to plan my day for the next day. And I'm not going to do that in a tired state. I'm going to do that because I get to do that. And from half nine, we can spend the last hour, half hour, whatever we want, you know, in terms of spending the evening. And you allow yourself to say, that's my time. But you say, kids, you know what? I'm going to be available from six, half six, whatever. And we're going to have a great evening. And I get to do this with you guys. Eat, play some games, bedtime routine, whatever it is, right? And you and you lean into the enjoyment of it, not the thing, oh, my God, I've got time. Because you're going to say, I'm going to plan my next day at quarter past nine. And start allowing yourself to create Penny's routine. Not my routine, not Michaela's, not Haley's, not anybody else's. But two things that happen. Number one, you've got to shift your mindset from having to, needing to, to getting to. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Right? And number two is you give yourself the luxury of saying, quarter past nine, no one's going to disturb me. I'm going to plan my day for the next day. So once I've planned it, I can relax. And then the last hour or so is my evening. And all I ask you to do is this, is embrace that for one week. Right? And just notice the energy change within yourself, the energy change in your children and your partner. And then come back next Friday and then let us know um, what's what, what's come up for you and what um, um, what uh, what you've discovered about yourself. Hope that yeah. Helps. Okay. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I will. I'll definitely take that on um, as a challenge for the next week um, to definitely work on that because yeah, it is a mindset thing for sure. So yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Thanks, Beju. Can You're I ask a quick question? Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah, I just right. So I wanted to say earlier when Nichelle was touching on this about uh, your mental health as well I love to work in the evenings I can't say I love it and some days I can't really can't be asked but I really enjoy what I do as a job so in the evenings it doesn't bother me if I'm doing research if I'm contacting clients or whatever I'm doing I really enjoy doing it so I think people need to um, reevaluate their lives at times as well if everything seems like a struggle generally it's because they're not enjoying something but on what you were saying then Beijing I do really appreciate the time I have with my children. I've all, I always have felt very grateful to have children because I was once told that I may never have them. So I do appreciate these times. But there's things that I really don't appreciate doing, like cleaning up after them, wiping my son's ass, doing the laundry, picking up dog shit if I'm in the back garden, like all these things that are just proper hate. At no point my mind will ever think, oh, I appreciate folding all of this laundry. And that is the stuff that ends up getting like put to the back of all of my lists. Um, all the things that I don't like. My house isn't a shit all, by the way. <laughs> I really hate cleaning, but it's not a yeah. shit all. But, I can like, confirm the, it's not a shit at all. The jobs that you don't like doing, those are the, I prioritise with what I have to do. Mm. So if it's going to bring us money in or like the kids have got to go to school and then what I enjoy doing, like having a glass of wine or... Mm whatever researching some new client whatever that might be and then all of the other stuff gets to the back of the list but some of that at some point becomes a priority like yesterday i did four loads of washing it's mm. bad i buy my kids loads of clothes so that i don't have to do washing um so how do you then so, be like okay that's the stuff i need it's the stuff that you don't want to do that yeah. is the struggle okay so i get so get this right so get this right is we can take all these tips right and we've got to work out what works for us now my question back to you and it's a rhetorical question does that way of working work for you? For some people, they might say, do you know what? Knowing it's all piling up, knowing I've got to do it, that stresses me out even more. However, if that works for you, Michaela, that you, do you know what? I'll do that in one big burst 
so I don't stress about it because I like my nice glass of wine. I want to spend time with um uh, with my kids and my Harrison. If that works for you, then great. The point you need to look at yourself is that a detrimental routine for you? Do you find yourself doubly getting angry and really frustrated? Oh my god, I got to do this washing. For some people, they say, you know what? I like just to get it done there and then. So within the hack these all these hacks and this sort of perfect world scenario is you've got to take that hack and say right how does this work for me so my question to you Michaela does that work for you and can you run your life although you might have you know 24 hours but two hours you've got to spend washing cleaning shit and all the rest of it which you don't like for you the way you do it does that work for you if it does then that's fine then it's just a question because there's we can't well okay unless you're going to have complete servants and all the rest of it it's very difficult to a point whereby you're going to have to, to do things in your life that are always enjoyable you know it's the yin and the yang of stuff but it's balancing and blending those priorities so with penny i've not said to her not to do anything i was just said the way you're doing the same things just look at it in a different way that's all so for you michaela my question is, does that way of piling it all up and do it all in one go work for you? If it does, it doesn't affect your energy, doesn't affect your productivity, doesn't affect your mental health, then great. If you're saying, no, I really hate that, I want to change it, then we can look at Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. But I mean, and I know there's no solution to this. I, I really hate, I like cooking. I really hate putting all the stuff in the dishwasher. I really hate wiping down my worktops. And obviously, I have to do it there and then but I just hate doing it <laughs> so what I'm looking for is help in the laundry isn't an issue because I just stub it all in the utility room and I don't even have to think about it I can just lock it away there until I've got a bit of time where I can go right I'm going to blitz everything now and I just do everything at like 50 miles an hour so it gets done fast but the day-to-day mundane tasks in my life the it depresses me thinking oh my god I've got to get on from work now I've got to pick the kids up I've got to go home I've got to cook tea I've got to clean up I've got to bath them I've got all of this stuff to do and then the quality time with them I absolutely love like doing stuff with them taking them out playing games all of that I'm like a big kid perfect mm. but then it's the chaos that i've created whilst doing that that mm. i am aware then i've got to clean it all up so what how the hell can i start well, we, we could, enjoying cleaning well this is it's, it was two things either, either you get you get someone else to do it and that might not be practical because the resources time and all the rest of it or you change your view on it and that's it and sometimes well i don't i'll never like washing up i'll never like dishwasher and i get that so we can fight against it or accept the fact that i don't like it I've got one hour to do it, I'm going to do it. Or, so, okay, how can I like this? How can I make it fun? You might flip it out. How can you make filling the dishwasher fun? I have no idea. I don't know, play music so it's distracting. I have something on TV. So everything in life, when you change your perspective on it and do it repeatedly, starts to change. It's how you view everything. It's that old, you know, not, you know, was it Victor Franklin, the, uh, the man's meaning of life, when he was stuck in the concentration camp and he had four walls. He goes, look, they might be able to prison my body. They're not going to prison my mind, Right? Mm. And that is, is that is that philosophy. If you constantly battle against shit, I don't want to do this, Russia. I don't want to pile up the shit. Well, do you know what? Having the kids, having all those things means there's stuff to be do. So you can continue fight against the, 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 the damn unfairness of you having to do some washing up in your own house. Or you can say, right, how can I look at this differently? How can I look at this? And it might be similar to what i said to penny you get to do those things because you've got a children and because you've got this lifestyle and so i was only one hour out of 23 how do i choose to enjoy it right i'm going to put some music on or i'm going to uh, put a facetime on and get one of my girlfriends and we're going to have a natter while i do it 
Yeah, yeah, that is a good idea. Do you know what it is with with jobs? I don't like doing, and this is in, in work as well. So it's not just like at home. I, I just hate admin. I hate any form of admin. I don't like structure and organisation. I like doing the creative stuff and not the actual stuff that needs doing the operations. So them jobs take me ages because I work myself up to it. I'm like, right, I've got to sort out accounts. Is like just the most boring. Oh, God, I, I'd rather shoot myself in the head than have to keep doing accounts every month. I hate it. So I'll whip myself up and then it'll be like, oh, longer out. Oh, it's one day's past, two days past. And I'm like, right, I actually have to do it now. And I'll put it off for so long. But then it's played on my mind for such a period of so time you, Mikael, that then it seems like it's been a three day job. So let me do you ask, know what I mean? Okay, let me ask you the accounts thing. Can't, can't you have. Someone else yeah, do I do, that? but it's, it's still, I do have, I have a an accountant and they have an in-house bookkeeper but it's still I still have to go over it all I still have to be like oh yeah there's the back receipt for that there's stuff missing you know yeah. like we have a high turnover stuff coming yeah. in and going out so then I've got to go through and double check everything and what's that gone out of the bank and just all the nonsense stuff where I'm just like even you can have people in house <laughs> but I might just have all the I'll have access to all the stuff you know and I've got to like sign it all off and check it all and I just hate doing it and I don't know how to stop myself from hating it so much because then it feels like it's took me days and I know it's an hour I know it'll be an hour but because I've thought about it so much and dreaded it that then it's felt like it's this mammoth exactly task. because it, because it's in your head and you've got oh, I don't want to do it I do it it's decision fatigue it's, it's thinking fatigue whereas actually I'm gonna look at the account thing or whatever you need to do when I look at it I'm not going to think about it before because if you think about it I've got to do it I've got to do it I've got to do it that is energy draining on a you know this is why we overthink and overwhelm, and, that, and, and, and it's wasted energy. So you either change your perspective on it or say, right, speak to your accountant bookkeeper, right, what's the minimum I need to do? And when I'm going to do it, I'm not going to think about it. When I'm going to do it in an hour, I'll just do it. I'm not going to think about it before or after. Yeah. So I have, one, I have a call with my bookkeeper once a week. At, um, uh, we get on a Zoom call, and she basically, I don't look at my accounts before. In that call, she goes, right, I need this, 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 this. And it's really great because before I used to think about it all the time, and I didn't want to. Now. I don't think about it at all because he goes, I just need these three things, receipts, there, that receipt, download it, send it to me, back job done. So again, the volume of your turnover is probably much more than mine because of the nature of your business. And I get that. But within any of our stuff, if you want things to change your life, there's three options to anything. You put up and shut up, you walk away or you change it. Now, you can't walk away to your business, right? If you put up and shut up, there's a constant complaint. Within complaint, nothing changes. Or you look to change it. And if you can't change the situation, you change your view on the situation. That's the, st that's the start of the journey. Yeah, I'm kind of doing that put up and shut up thing you're talking about. But it just really... No, you know you're what not, because you're moaning. I know, I'm like... I I, am, I know I'm a spoiled, I'm like a spoiled brat. So if I don't want to do something, I'm just like, ah, I'm so moody and just like, I can't be asked. You know, like full on Kevin and Perry. And that's the same in my business and in my home life. And I was just wondering if you had a solution to that. But I guess other than a brain transplant, well, I'm just going to have to keep. Solution, right? You want the, 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 the pill that changes it. But the solution is look at it in a different way. And you might think, how the fuck can I look at dishwasher in a different way? <laughs> I get that. And I get that. <laughs> I get that. Right? Uh, or you put up and shut up. But you put up and shut up without complaint. Because the complaint itself drains the energy. So stop complaining and put up and shut up and get on with it. And that's the other way. Go, Alison. Can I, can I give a little, little five 
cents worth. <laughs> so uh, I love what everyone's sharing here and looking at it from a different perspective is perhaps, you know, when we, when we are criticizing and complaining and moaning or whining or whatever the word is you choose to use, just consider that as a distraction. It's just distracting you from the job that you need to be focused on. And those strong feelings about it are further distractions. So you'll get it done much quicker if you can just manage your attention, focus on what needs to be done. And with a little bit of grace and gratitude, you will get through it much quicker. And next time you're filling your dishwasher, Michaela, maybe just think of, of us here in Durban. You may or may not have seen those, the floods that we had last week, Monday, which was the 11th of April. I still have no water in my home. So I'm washing my dishes out of my swimming pool and I'm washing myself and everything else out of my swimming pool for how many days is that now? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven days. We have we still don't have running water in our houses. So oh my God. I would love to fill my dishwasher. I would love to fill my basin in my kitchen, but I can't. So um you know, I think that a lot of the times, some of the things that we, some of the times when we do these, these things we don't enjoy doing, we actually make it much harder for ourselves because we are so attached to those strong emotions about those things. So sing a song, call a friend, be grateful for the kids in the house and the mess in the kitchen, because it means you've got a happy home. It means you've got full bellies and it means you've got water running out of your taps. So that's just my five cents to the conversation. Amen to that. Yeah, I think, Alison, um, that will make me grateful for having a dishwasher, actually. I'll probably still eat. I'd rather smash my plates and buy new ones. Than wash right, one. I've and had I've... enough of you moaning today, Michaela. It's time to go because I've got Zoom calls. I've actually been thinking of you all week, Michaela, just this week alone. Durban has initiated over 1,400 new infrastructure projects just to repair the damage. Oh so we've got, wow. yeah, it's massive. It's huge. We've literally lost entire roads. They've gone. They no longer exist. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah. Crazy. Hope they get it sorted. Well, thank you all so much for today. It's been, um, it's been really good, actually. It's been very enlightening and, um, I think we all learned a lot more about Michaela than we thought we would, but hey, new week, new story. Um, are we okay to wrap up now, Michaela? Are we good to go? Yeah, if I remember, do you think? Yeah, cool. Well, um, big thank you to our sponsor once again, Big Dog. Please do check them out. Um, if you have a business or even a shed or a house, they've got stuff you need. So um, yeah, click on the link, go check them out. And thank you all so much. And we'll be back next Friday. Have a good weekend.